Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast once again. My name is Mike Parker, your host, and as we always do, we like to introduce you to people who make this place work, and, uh, you know, sometimes that's, you know, the brewers, maybe the chef, every once in a while we come up with somebody uh, to be on the podcast that's it has just the most interesting title in the world. Something like Director of Finance and Administration. If you're not ex- <laughs> if you're not excited over that, I want to welcome in our guest, actually a really incredible guy with uh, a great personality and a fun story and who uh, lives, breathes, and probably has bled the Appalachian Brewing Company brand for many, many years. I welcome into the studio Mr. Joe Hoover. Hey Mike, thanks for having me here today. <laughs> Joe, uh, thanks for thanks for stopping by. Uh, yeah, actually, we came to see you because uh, we wanted to start this podcast a little earlier in the uh, afternoon. But Joe was uh, Joe's busy. He's got checks to write and uh, checks to cash. Uh, more importantly, taxes. I mean, it is the season. <laughs> it is. So it, it brings me first of all, we're, we're gonna. So I want to meet Joe because a lot of people who I, I we know the people that listen to our podcast. Uh, you know, our, uh, you know, ABC fans, the Mug Club members, the regular customers, you know, the people who, who've been here for, for a long time, plus new friends. But we know that they know who that guy in the sweater is. Okay, and we're going to talk about Joe Hoover and a little bit about his personality. First question, though, as I, uh, as I say to you, cheers, Joe. Oh, cheers to you. What are you drinking? I'm drinking a Penny Packer Porter. Don't judge me. <laughs> Normally it's an Argyle sweater, but uh, not 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 this evening. Okay, Penny Packer Porter. It is uh, you know when you hear this podcast, it's February, 2020. Penny Packer Porter, a nice, uh, rich, flavorful porter, and it happens to be named after a Pennsylvania governor who was. Uh, yeah, we're not going to mention it. Well, we are now. But yeah, he, he, the, yeah most of the corruption in Pennsylvania started under his guise. But he <laughs> did get the uh, the capital built uh, that we now you know looks over the the brewery itself. Yeah. So like the the main brewery in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, the capital of our fine state, is is like a hop, skip, and a jump away, and and in full viewing area, full viewing of the of the state capital. So uh, Governor Penny Packer was a was a. A fine soul that we toast to today. So cheers to him. And uh, that's what I have too. This time of year, a lot of people are sort of sipping on darker stuff. Uh, porters, stouts. What's your, what's, your, uh, what's your sort of theory on what the best beer is this time of year in the winter? Well, I, I like the porter, but uh, year-round it's a sweater. So, And you can never go wrong with a sweater in the summer either. Argyle sweater. Argyle sweater. Is IPA. Year-round. Started to bottle that. Uh, last year, mm-hmm. all right, and uh, we were we're releasing it uh, in you know nowish in uh, a variety of cases. So look for it in your local stores. Okay, so why I like to talk about the stories behind the beers, and you know it's easy to talk about something like Mountain Lager, uh, which which you know we're Appalachian Mountains and you got the got the the lager. It's great, but this is a new one. So it started off, it almost has. A seasonal background like we're like all right we're gonna try something new we got to name it let's come up with something fun and the reason why it was actually named is it was inspired by the director of finance and administration <laughs> who happens to wear an argyle sweater for if it's part of your fashion it's, it's impeccable fashion but uh 
if, if you've ever been to the brewery, the upstairs is pretty pretty cold. And so basically November through April, I wear an Argyle sweater. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I eat, I eat lunch with the brewers most days. So we, we kid and joke about just about everything. And so they were coming up with a, you know, a beer recipe. And I'm like, no, we got to make a super hazy, hoppy, New England style IPA. And they're like, oh, that's a great idea. Those things are hot. And then they're, you know, what are we going to call it? And, and Adam Cole was sitting there. And he's like, well, Hoover's got a stupid Argyle sweater on. Why don't we name it that? Um, the stupid part didn't stick, but the Argyle sweater did. So in the nutshell, that's that's the story. And it's cool because so it incorporates a member of the ABC family. Uh, we'll get into your history here in a little bit. But like somebody who's been around a while, something you actually will see around the brewery. <laughs> There's a story to it, which is all. every beer should have a good story. And then when you look at the logo... It's a combination of uh, Joe Hoover's Argyle sweater, his style, but then the, the Argyle pattern is sort of uh, has been fashioned into hops. So it's, it's, it's pretty awesome, and uh, it's a great beer. I actually participate in a, a Christmas like beer exchange mm-hmm. earlier in the year, so you, the goal is to get about 24 people at your, you know, your local uh, business, wherever you work, and try to get everybody to buy a case of beer and then if you get 24 people then you somebody some poor soul has to sort all this stuff out but then everybody gets a different beer so you get one of each you know 24 well this year we only got 12 people so (laughs) instead of doing two per we had the the bright idea of the person sorting it was well we're going to just give the 12 pack back so it was it was fine i got a 12 pack of argyle sweater still sitting at the house from around christmas that i've been uh, enjoying and uh, it's almost done but anyway, that's the story behind that one. This is the guy, Joe Hoover, from ABC. Who, ironically, is not wearing an Argyle sweater today. Not during but, our but filter you can taping act, you, here. But you can actually picture me in one, I, I presume. So Yes. This, this is radio. And he does have a beer, though, so we're halfway there. All right, so Joe, let's learn about you. Let's let's learn about Joe Hoover. Where did you grow up? I, I uh, grew up locally uh, here in Granville. I didn't move too far away. I live in Mechanicsburg now, so... Okay. Spent some time out in Pittsburgh, where I was born, uh, for my undergrad, and ended up back here. So Grantville is, if everybody it's, knows, well, it's the suburbs of Hershey. I like to refer to it. It is. It is. It's and it's. Uh, if anybody knows where Hollywood Casino is in the Harrisburg area, that's the community that Joe grew up in. Although the casino was not there when you grew up, it was not. No. Okay. Good. So you grew up sort of in, you know, uh, I want to say, uh, rurally. Uh, so you're a little bit of a country boy. A little bit, yeah. All right, we'll but he but he moved. He thought he made it here. Uh, his career in the big city. <laughs> 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 but um, you talked about Pittsburgh College. What, what's the, what's the name of your university? Uh, I did undergrad at uh, Robert Morris University. Hmm. Uh, it's out by the airport. Okay. You might have heard heard of them uh, occasionally once in a while. They have a basketball team that does well in the, the tournament. Yeah, and they have really uncreative jerseys, too, that say Robert Morris across the front of them. Right? Yeah, they're, they're, they're pretty pretty lame. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. No, that's good. I mean, it's good to know, you know where, where you did. So you, you was this the first place you ever worked, or did you find uh, employment elsewhere before coming to the, the beer world? You know, I, I spent a couple years at the, uh, the AG's office auditing, like, real mm. fun, like, things did a tour in public accounting decide that that was not for this guy 
And one day I happened to stumble into Artie. Well, not stumble, but <laughs> he he, uh, he found me, and I've been working here ever since. So you were uh, like a brewery regular, maybe, or you just like occasional? I was an occasional. I had a mug here for, for several years, and, uh, you know, 12 years later, here I am. Okay. All right. So the brewery's roughly 20 years old, 21 going on 22, or 22 going on 23, something 20, like that. Yeah, 23. Okay. I've been here half the, half the time. So there you go. Half the lifetime of the brewery, you've been sitting in this office. So so explain that. So you're sitting, you're, you're a, I don't want to say a disgruntled state worker or anything like that, but, <laughs> but, you, but you, you know, you're in here uh, with your mug, mug club member, and you just sort of get into a conversation or somebody says, hey, aren't you looking for a, you know, how, how'd you come up with the idea that they actually needed somebody in your position? It's a good question. It, I, it's hard to remember that, but, uh, you know... Artie contacted me one day and, uh, you know, interviewed me and offered me a job right there on the spot. Wow. And uh, I proceeded to work for him right on the spot. All right. So what what do you actually do? Is it like, you know, you're the guy who keeps the books? I keep the books. I keep HR. I do payroll. I do taxes, legal, compliance, Anything except for brewing beer and cooking food is uh, pretty much crosses this guy's desk. All right, so in order for all the fun stuff to happen, there's got to be somebody doing some not fun stuff in the background, or do you think it's fun? You need boring people like me, but I'm I'm pretty exciting. <laughs> the best part about being doing accounting, I guess, I mean, if I could just, I know it's more than that, but it, most accountants would dream of ending their day going down an elevator into a bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I pretty much live the dream. It, it's it's fantastic. All right, so before before Argyle Sweater became a thing and you were immortalized on a beer label, what are you drinking around the brewery? What's your what's your go-to? I was a Hoppy Trails guy. Hoppy Trails IPA? Yeah, and uh, before that, much, much before that, was the Porter, which was my first love of ABC. Okay. And what is that something that you do? Do you change with the seasons? A little bit. I, I like my Hefeweizen in the summer, you know, get some pistachios maybe and, you know, crack them and a couple of the, the Hefe's. You know, in, into the into the fall maybe move into a Trailblaze, uh, you know, brown ale, a spring mountain lager. You know, it's refreshing, it's crisp, it's renewing. It is, especially when it's ice cold. Oh, only way. <laughs> All right, so you're uh, spending a lot of time around the brewery. You've basically, over the past 12 years, you've seen a lot of changes. <clears throat> is it is it true, they say, that the more things change, the more they stay the same? Or do you, do you feel like ABC has almost grown up under your watch? Well, it's grown up under my watch. And, I, I you know, there has to be an adult in the room sometimes to put the, <laughs> put the, put the brakes on and stop the fun. But uh, you know, we we started a growth pattern when when I started. Uh, we had you know a Camp Hill location that just opened. We had a Gettysburg location. Both of those are no, now no longer with us. But we proceeded then to open up Collegeville, Lidditz, Gateway, Mechanicsburg, Shippensburg, and Westchester, and and the uh, distillery plant as well. And I don't know if. It, you know, it would have happened as quickly had it been somebody else. Mm-hmm. Or who knows? It could it's have been. all right to take a little bit of credit for <laughs> some stuff. The other part about that is is that an evolution of, of any brand isn't always smooth. There's bumps along the road. 
And so we're going to take a quick break here as we uh, take another sip of our Penny Packer Porter. When we come back, learn a little bit more about Joe Hoover. We're also going to talk about some of those maybe you know high points and, and uh, bumps along the road as well as the, uh, Joe's here grown the ABC brand and been, been a big part of that for the past decade plus. And uh, we're also going to do a little fun thing. We're going to do a little word association, Joe. I've, I've, I'm not sure if you know this, but we worked together for a while, and I've known you for, for a little a, a, about a minute here. So I have examined your personality. I think we'll have a little bit of fun with that. So we'll do a little bit of, uh, you know, I'll, I'll sort of toss a word at you. I want you to react as quickly as possible and see what you come up with. I'll try not to use it against you in the future. Please don't. <laughs> All right. All right. You're listening to the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast, and we'll be right back. All right. Let's take a look at the calendar right now when it comes to exciting things happening at Appalachian Brewing Company. First things first, have you taken care of your lady? Have you taken care of your man? Have you taken care of, you know, uh, your favorite accountant? <laughs> Your favorite director of finance and administration. What are you doing for Valentine's Day? That's the bigger question. Valentine's Day is uh, just, uh, it's, it's, it's halfway through the month of February. It's a short month and it's creeping up quick. Appalachian Brewing Company, great place to head out for date night, for a first date. Try to impress that person in your life. It's also a great time of year for a great winter beer. It's Chocolate Avenue Stout Time. February 13th, we're releasing that here company-wide, so wherever your local ABC Brew Pub is, head in, enjoy the rich, chocolatey flavors of Chocolate Avenue Stout, and don't make sure, uh, between now and then, make sure to call in, make some reservations for Valentine's Day. Get in, impress, dress to impress, don't come in looking like a bum, you know what I mean, Joe? Wear your sweater. <laughs> Our guys' sweaters are encouraged. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a great time of year. Another thing coming up. At the main brew pub in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, the second annual Winter Warmer Beer Festival. It is a great time. This year it falls on uh, on a date that it can only fall on once every four years. February 29th, Winter Warmer Festival. Right now, I know that the count is, uh, is getting up there, but we've got 15 breweries from across the region that are signed on to come in and sample their, um, their beers, uh, ciders, Everything else, you know, I mean, we're talking every type of variety from IPAs to stouts to sours to the wheats to the beers that I enjoy that maybe have a little bit of like a like a fruit in them or something, you know, Joe, like something something that make you think spring. But the one thing that is, they'll all be big. They will all be big. So uh, to warm you up through the cold winter. It's it's sort of that like, hey, we're going to turn the corner, but we're not quite ready. It's still cold. It's winter time. It's time to have some fun. For 20 years, ABC had a beer festival in the month of September. Two years ago, that changed, and the new tradition is the Winter Warmer Fest in February. February 29th at Appalachian Brewing Company, 50 North Cameron Street, Harrisburg, PA. To get tickets, go to abcbrew.com, and we'll see you there. All right, and we're back this week with our special guest, Mr. Joe Hoover, and... So, Joe, you've seen a lot. So, you talked about you know the brewery as a business, sort of growing up because I mean I think I think obviously it's established itself as a craft brewery, sort of an iconic craft brewery in Pennsylvania over the first decade. But then around the time you came in, 
it's sort of time to, uh, to you know, we're, we're growing up. We're no longer the new kid on the block. And uh, well, we also came out of the recession too, and that that mm. was that was a tough time for for everybody. So, you know, it 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 was a lot of lot of learning on on the job, and uh, you know, things just weren't the same way that they are now. The restaurants weren't there. It's still a lot of chains, uh, but that landscape has changed over the years. I mean. The city of Harrisburg has five breweries within the city of Harrisburg itself. There used to be only two of us, so we we welcome we welcome all of the the, the breweries and and the good beer that they bring. But it, but the city limits of Harrisburg it's that's deceiving when you say that because there's got to be two dozen breweries within ten miles of here. You know what I mean? Like I mean it's that's how quickly the industry has changed and that's how how much how much competition. Uh, has, and when I say competition, but also the, just the community has grown. Oh yeah, the the, the brewery itself is a community. Uh, I mean, I mean, we we work on collaboration beers all the time. We just worked on one with uh, Bird's Nest out of Carlisle. Carlisle has, I think, four breweries now, and three years ago they had zero. So it's amazing how how things have just popped up and gone gangbusters for everybody. Uh, and it's it's a really exciting time to to be a brewery. Well, let's talk about what you just you brought it up. So you're the, you're you know guy who thinks in dollars and cents. You're a lot of other people react emotionally to I, I want to do this because it's going to be fun. We're going to get them in the door. We're gonna we're gonna you know we're gonna start you know cashing big checks and you know <laughs> and and then there's and unfortunately along the way sometimes reality sets in and you say. You have to be the guy who sort of breaks that news to people along the way with a, with a, a you know, a, a, a growing business. Uh, pump the brakes, pal. You, you, you definitely need a trusted business advisor to whatever extent, whether it's in-house or external, who's going to give you some, some insight on best industry practices or, you know, where the market's going or, you know, what's the, the best option to either lease or buy for your cash flow. Sometimes, you know, businesses have that and sometimes they don't. And I hope that he, all, the, all the small guys out there, you know, are able to, to gather that friend and, and help them mentor and grow. God, no wonder you drink. My God. <laughs> <laughs> if that's your Thursday, mm, cheers, my friend. Cheers. <laughs> I'm just joking. I know exactly what you mean. We all have to live within our means or things can spiral out of control quickly. And when you have a great idea for a business, when you have a great entrepreneur in at the head of that idea, sometimes you need somebody to... And when I say pump the brakes, it's not always let's pump the brakes, but it's let's move forward wisely. Or, or in a different direction or reevaluate how we're doing things. Mm-hmm. And it's simple things that, you know, some people, you know, it don't see. You know, it's an extra ounce of French fries on a plate, or, you know, that, that you don't think about. But you multiply that times, you know, 300 guests per day and 300 days a year, and that's a fair amount of money that you, you know, you might be up or down. And in the beer industry, you're and dealing in, in commodities, essentially, that always change, like grain and, uh, you know. We, we contract out most of our grains and hops almost four years into the future. We do, we do that with all of our utilities. 
just so that we have a plan moving forward so that it's stable and we can react to other uh, changes in the market quickly as well. It sounds incredibly boring when I relate it to this, but like school districts do the same thing with school buses. They say, we're going to pay you this much, this amount of money four or five years in advance, even though we know that the price of gasoline could go up, you know, it could, could double over the next five years, but we, can, we can't afford to fly by the seat of our pants like that. And or, I, and it, or it could go down by, by double, too. True. It's, it's a gamble, and it's a, it's a known known. So you know what you're getting into for that period of time. All right, so you look around the brewery and a couple of good examples of like just where we've worked together when I was in, you know, running marketing stuff around here. Like, okay, I want to design a new pint glass. All right, a pint glass, little do we know, is the, probably one of the most stolen or probably one of the most broken items that, that can ever come in here. So when you're looking at a pint glass, I'm like, I'm like, oh, you know, I don't know. The guy quoted me $2 a pint glass, Joe, and I want to order 10,000 of them. You know, that's $20,000. And you're like, your answer to that would be, well, no. <laughs> at, at two bucks a pint glass, you're crazy. But, I mean, we're, we're looking at purchasing pint glasses over a two-year period. So we're going we're gonna to look at a number closer to 40,000 units and okay. try to drive that price down. You know, from that two dollars to you know a dollar, whatever. Yeah. And use you know use that to to our advantage and and plan smart. Okay, because most pint glasses are going to have a have a like a, a a life expectancy of either they could they could literally be dropped the first day that you, that they're used, or that could that glass could be in the system and make it make itself quite an investment over the course of a year mm-hmm. you know there's this so again there's a little bit of your your sort of figuring that uh, also somebody might just put it in their purse and I, I hate to say that we're not accusing our customers of doing that but it could also be seen as a marketing tool well and 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 we always have uh and I'm not encouraging anybody to take our pine class. No. <laughs> but it's just, but, it's a but fact there, of life. there is a reason why we put our logo on it, and you know we we kind of look at it. You're gonna you're gonna take it home. You're gonna drink out of it on a, at least a quasi regular basis, or you're gonna look at it, and you're going to have that that feeling and that memory. Or you're gonna remember of, of Appalachian Brewing Company every time. That... How terrible of a person you are, <laughs> but you're gonna think about ABC. Once again, we're not we're not encouraging people to take our no, play classes. Please don't. It's illegal. It's stealing, and that's uh, that's a moral thing that we're not we're, we won't get into the legalities of it or anything like that of, of theft. But uh, morally, we say let's not do that. Let's not let's not steal stuff. It's not know? it's not cool. It's not cool. It's it's not it's not a good example for your kids. But it just it just sort of goes into the and make fun of your title of director of finance and administration. But I don't make fun of it. It's just that. You know, it's cooler to say, yeah, I'm the chef. I'm Chef Kyle. Well, you, you know, already said come up with something cool sounding. And for an accountant, that sounded cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kyle has good puns, too. Like, you know, it's getting hot in the kitchen. Or, you know, it's, uh, yeah, I don't know, is that it's a little spicy conversation with Kyle, the chef. It's I, like, I got none. No. <laughs> it's all good. All right. So let's talk about those times that have been a little bit, uh, you know, bumpy along the way. I know that, you know, we, we look at ourselves and we say, for instance, the dream, okay, is Appala- the Appalachian Brewing Company is named for the Appalachian Trail, which runs Maine to Georgia. 
And here we are in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, where the you know the the trail runs through. But like in a pipe dream, we've got brew pubs from Maine to Georgia. Mm-hmm. You know, had that 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 business plan ever come your way? And did you ever say to yourself, "This is more what's what's more realistic"? And what's the look on someone's face when you have to tell them, "Let's pare this back a little." Well, I I, I love dreams, and mm-hmm. I also you know crush them occasionally <laughs> uh, I mean there there are a lot there are a lot of things to think about when when you were expanding from Maine to Georgia you know there there are there are tax considerations there are legal considerations within how you're operating your entity uh, how you're producing your beer the licensing involved uh, the right. wrench the rent agreements all sorts of things that it would be a whole lot easier if we just right. opened restaurants and forgot about them. Well, everybody thinks, "Well, I'm gonna, you know, we're gonna we're gonna expand. We're, I got, I'm gonna do. Uh, we're we're gosh darn it, we're gonna we're gonna line this map with with uh, restaurants." Then you start to realize along the way that probably the you know some some states may not be as brewery friendly as others. Well, here's the other thing: we gotta get beer there, so mm-hmm. I need uh, it needs to be close enough that you know our truck can make it there. Or we have to find a cost-effective way to get beer brewed there, or you know, ship the beer. Right. Shipping beer is not cheap. It's really heavy, especially in in big kegs and you know, heavy cases of uh, bottles. Right. Each one, each case weighs about thirty-three pounds. Yeah. A pallet of a pallet of beer, one thousand six hundred and fifty. Right. My kids complain every time I, I make them carry a case of beer into the house. They're like, Dad, this is heavy. And I'm like, well, get me one. And, you know, it'll be a little less heavy by the time I'm, uh, you know, we get out of the driveway. No, but so the the funny thing about this is, I I joke about the, uh, you know, the banker guy, the guy who thinks in dollars and cents as being like the dream crusher. Actually, you're the dream maker because you guys have done so many things, and you when you do it the right way, you set yourself up for success. So talk. Give me give me an example or two of probably some of the prouder moments that I know a lot of work go, goes in behind the scenes. I'm going to take a guess and think that the opening of like the Mechanicsburg uh, facility with the soda production facility in the back is probably a pretty big moment for you. That that was a pretty big moment for me. So take me from the beginning. What was that place? How did that even that deal even even come about? That well, it was a former uh, Hummer dealership, and uh, you know we, we get approached by a lot of a lot of people trying to sell us things every day, and I don't hate you salesmen out there, but we get we get realtors, we get people selling you name it, they they knock on the door, and and we we do our diligence to you know see that it's a good deal or if it's a bad deal or you know if it's something we're interested in. If I remember correctly, you know that this opportunity presented itself to us. At the time, we were busting at the seams here in Harrisburg, trying to produce enough soda out of the brewery, along with the beer, and we we needed a place to to you know spin off and do some soda, and you know we approached the city about a couple different places within it, and we just couldn't make it work. Uh, but we did find this place on the Carlisle Pike. It had adequate uh, warehousing uh, ability. It had, you know, ample room for us to put a brew pub in, and uh, so we moved on it. And here we are, gosh, five and a half years later. You know, we we do a bruiser race over there. We put out more soda than we ever have. 
and we're planning on expanding further. Actually, one of the prouder moments is we just got through a, a manufacturing certification that uh, allows us, uh, you know, access to new distributors with, uh, you know, a, a strict food safety regimen. Personally, I didn't have a whole lot to do with it, but uh, some of the people I work with did, and they put in a lot of time. And uh, it's it's always, you know, great when you accomplish a goal that you set out to you know, to get. It's interesting because 12 years ago, you know, when you started, when you started working here, when that job offer came, you know, at the bar or wherever you guys were, uh, you're probably like, oh my God. I, I remember, I remember too, when I, when I uh, started working here thinking to myself, man, like I, I was the same as you. I was a fan of, of the brand before I was an employee. And I thought to myself, I remember saying to myself, I'm going to be the uh, marketing director at Appalachian Brewing Company. This is going to be so much fun because I love the product. And so for you, I'm imagining that, you know, you're, you're sort of thinking, this is great. I'm going to, I'm going to deal with beer all the time. And I'm going to tell all my buddies that I'm going to, I work at a beer place and a brewery and they make great. And then all of a sudden, five, six years ago, it becomes, I, I work for a place that makes a lot of soda. A lot of soda, root yep. beer and birch beer, and and the growth of the soda business, the craft soda business, has sort of um, it's sort of been crazy. It has exploded over the years, but also you can't forget that we are a restaurant well. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we we do we do three real things, and soon you know the fourth being the liquor. Right. Uh, but you know we make beer, we make great soda, and. Uh, you know, we we distributed throughout all all of Pennsylvania and uh, you know parts of the the Mid Atlantic. It's interesting. There would be uh, occasionally a place. You know, certainly people would call up and say, um, "I was at your brew pub. I flew in for business. You know, from Chicago or you know where Seattle, wherever they were coming from, and and uh, I, I ended up at Appalachian Brewing Company. And I loved your I loved that beer, Mountain Lager. Can you send me a six pack? You know." And we and it, it you know how that happens I you know it's you can certainly drive it drive I don't know what interstate liquor laws are but if you drove it away but it's it's different to ship things soda those there's no restrictions on shipping soda so you no, can pretty no. much get it across the country and uh, and there are pockets of the United States where you walk into a specialty shop somewhere and you'll find you know Appalachian root beer. Yeah, we, we've got we've got a couple great partners who are soda only specialty shops, and uh, North Market Pop Shop being one of them in Frederick, Maryland. They do a great job. They handle all of our fulfillment of soda online, but that's all that they do. And you know, we've we've been teamed up with them for the last ten years, and uh, it, it it really is nice that we're we're able to just you know we can put it in the mail and send it to somebody, and you don't have to worry about them having a you know, being 21 and signing for it, or, mm-hmm. you know, you can't, you can't, it, alcohol shipping is, is difficult in general, and we, we avoid it, uh, just yeah. in general. You can't ship it through the postal service. Some LTL carriers won't even touch it. Uh, so it, it's, we, we, we rely very heavily on our wholesale network and, and our customers that, you know, come in and, and buy it from us. You know, we, we've got a, a brewery direct program. Some of these guys have been buying beer directly from us since I can remember, which, mm. you know, 12 years ago. You know, they, they, they buy a keg and they'll, they'll still shoot me an email and uh, <laughs> let me know that they need a new one. Yeah, it's actually one of the great joys in life is 
like buying beer directly from the brewery, you know, in like a keg form. And it's just, it's just, it just feels good when you cut out the middleman sort of in any, you, you feel like you're getting a deal. Well, you, you really do get a deal. And, and to be honest with you, years ago, I used to load kegs into the cars. <laughs> not that, not, not occasionally. Well, occasionally I'll, I'll do that now, but uh, you have to catch me at the right time and I'll, I'll, I'll give you a hand. <laughs> All right. All right. Joe Hoover is our guest today. He knows ABC in and out. He's been a lot of fun to talk to, and we're going to continue to talk to him. Uh, a little word association, Joe, when we come back uh, with Joe Hoover and your host, me, Mike Parker. <laughs> I don't know why. I just figured I'd say my name one more time. On the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast, we'll be right back. Excited to tell you about a special sort of service that's pretty awesome if you're a big fan of Appalachian Brewing Company. And as uh, me and Joe just talked about, a little bit of a way to save money, feel like you're getting a great deal, because in fact, you are getting a great deal. It is called Brewery Direct Ordering, and it's available at every Appalachian Brewing Company location. Joe, how does that work? Well, simply, well... We we can ship to any of our locations. If you're if you're here in Harrisburg and you're lucky enough to stop in, you can purchase beer directly from one of our brewers. Uh, basically, any time that we're open. But if you're out outside the area and you're close to one of our other existing brew pubs, shoot an, or, uh, an email to orders at abcbrew.com. We'll simply get a credit card from you, and the next time we're in the area, we'll bring your beer down. And uh, you can pick up at your leisure. This is a great opportunity because, for instance, I am a cereal order. That doesn't mean I order cereal. I order, you know what I'm getting at. I don't want to say cereal killer, but cereal, uh, meaning uh, over and over. (laughs) That's what it means. Right. So I order beer a lot around the holidays because I have a lot of holiday parties at my house. um, And it's sort of... uh, followed directly by both of my children's birthdays who are early in in the year and we have family and friends over for for birthday parties so it's nice to have good beer in a nice quantity around the house well let's not let's not forget we 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 sell soda at brewery direct as well of course your kids parties i mean you you need a you need a keg of keg of root beer for the kids let me be honest with you let's 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 pump them up with a little bit of sugar and let them run around the backyard we don't serve the alcohol to the kids but most of the most of the guests at the kids parties are adults and uh the countertop gets cleared several times to be taken out to the recycling it's sort of more of a gathering and a, and a party in honor of the children. You know what I'm saying, Joe? <laughs> yes, I do. Other parents of, of young children out there will know exactly what I'm talking about. Anyway, Brewery Direct, it's a way to save some money, get your favorite brands of Appalachian Brewing Company's beer and craft soda. You want to email orders at abcbrew.com. Okay, and we're back with our guest Joe Hoover this week on the Appalachian Brewing Company podcast. And uh, Joe, a little word association, my friend. Exciting. Okay, so this is the uh, the idea here is I'm going to name off, just going to say a word, and as quickly as possible, I, before I punch you. Uh, so that's <laughs> that's the threshold here. All right, so I'm just going to say a word, and I want you in you know a couple of seconds to just sort of say something back. First thing that comes to your mind, and I think I've I, these are a few things based on our, our interview so far and your personality. And don't take any offense. <laughs> okay, are you ready? I'll try my best. All right. 
Do I win a prize? The prize, Joe, is the pride you will feel upon your answers, depending how good they are. Oh, they they won't be, so. Or the depression that sets in when people (laughs) tell you how bad they were. I think we're good. I trust you. Fire away. Do you trust me? Let's fire away. All right, here we go. Word association, Joe. Sweater. What I'm wearing now. Now, it's more than one word. It's, uh, but, okay. Fine. I don't think you specified. <laughs> he <laughs> is. No, you're right. He is wearing a sweater. Um, <laughs> loafers. Penny. <laughs> Lunchtime. That's... Ah! <laughs> I told you I was going to punch you. Oh, I, I, I thought you were joking. No. I don't have one of those, you know, shot collars or I would... Are you, are you, are you, Joe, what time do you eat lunch at the brewery? It's got to be the earliest anyone... 11, 11 a.m. 11 a.m. <laughs> this guy eats lunch every day. Well, you know why? They used to yell at me. <laughs> you got to get it in before everybody comes in or you're eating at like 2 okay. o'clock. So the brewery, the, like the restaurant opens at 11? The restaurant opens at 11 and the brewery staff eats at 11.05. So I knew that you ate early every day, which is why I... And, and 11 a.m. I thought, I thought you would say 11. Right? He said, I don't... Doesn't matter. I, I was I was actually thinking soup and salad or panini. Or... <laughs> All right, Joe Hoover. Uh, no, don't say it. that's not the word. <laughs> Vacuum. Dyson <laughs> Hoover. I thought you would say Electrolux. <laughs> it's definitely Hoover. Rainbow. But ele- okay, I'll go with. I guess it's got man money. Needed. <laughs> it definitely is. Tax season. Almost over. Almost over. As is our podcast. For uh, for this setting, Joe Hoover, the director of finance and administration at Appalachian Brewing Company. I want to thank you so much for being with us. It's it's been a lot of fun. Well, thanks for having me, Mike. It's 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 been a good time. All right. So uh, we want to remind everybody: uh, stop in. It's a great time of year. We're here. Uh, winter is uh, is upon us, but we're going to break out of it really soon, and and spring will be here soon. But we don't want it to get here too quick. I want to remind you about the Winter Warmer Festival in Harrisburg happening February 29th. And before that, take care of that special person in your life with Valentine's Day. Make the reservations and get in here around February 13th and enjoy some Chocolate Avenue Stout, one of our seasonal specialty beers, company-wide, wherever you like to choose to drink your Appalachian Brewing Company beers near you. All right, everybody, thanks again for tuning in. It's been the Appalachian Brewing Company Podcast. My name's Mike Parker. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.